Welcome to this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast, hosted by me, Christina Simmons, your guide for this online retreat designed to help you become the saint God created you to be, especially during this Lenten and Easter season. This retreat will consist of material from the spiritual classic, 12 Steps to Holiness and Salvation, that contains the wisdom of St. Alphonsus Liguori, as well as a brief reflection and a daily resolution that is designed to help you incorporate and live out that wisdom in your daily life. So join with me now as we take the next step on the road towards holiness. Welcome to day 26. We begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask that you open our hearts and minds so that we may hear your voice and be given the courage to act upon it throughout this day. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I'm excited because this section of Love Your Enemies will conclude chapter 4 for us. So let me get to it. Above all things, I would recommend to you charity toward your enemies. Love your enemies, says our Lord. Do good to them that hate you, and pray for them that persecute you, and calumniate you, that you may be the children of your Father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 5, 44. How sad it is to see Christians who go to church and even to Holy Communion and still retain enmity in their hearts. If anyone has injured you and you wish to be revenged, try to act as the saints have done. St. Paulinus tells us that to love one's enemy is a heavenly revenge. St. Catherine of Siena took revenge on a woman who had attacked her honor, and this was her revenge. During a long and severe illness that the woman suffered, St. Catherine waited on her as a servant. St. Acacius sold his possessions in order to assist a man who had robbed him of his good name. St. Ambrose supported a man who had made an attempt on his life. Benustian, the governor of Umbria, a persecutor of the church, had the hands of St. Sabinus, bishop of Spoleto, cut off because the saint, instead of adoring an idol, broke it to pieces. Hereupon the governor was seized with such violent pains in the eyes that he called on the saint to help him. Sabinus prayed for him and cured not only his body, but also his soul. The governor embraced the true faith. St. Christodom relates the following example. When St. Meletius, patriarch of Antioch, saw the people about to stone the officer who was leading him into exile, the saint stretched out his arms and embraced him, thus saving his life. But someone will say, these were saints. I have no such strength and grace. St. Ambrose replies, if strength is wanting, Pray to God, and he will give it to you. If we forgive others, we are certain of forgiveness ourselves. Forgive, and you will be forgiven, says our Lord in Luke chapter 6, verse 37. If I called a dead person to life, says St. Baptiste Varani, I would be less certain of being loved by God than when I am prepared to do good to him who has done evil to me. Our Lord himself said one day to St. Angela de Foligno, The surest sign of mutual love between me and my servants consists in their loving someone who has offended them. If you can do nothing else, dear reader, pray for those who have offended or injured you. 
Her sisters in religion used to say of St. Joanna of the Cross, If you want Mother Joanna to pray for you, all that is necessary is to offend her. One day, when St. Elizabeth, Queen of Hungary, was praying for a person who had injured her, she heard our Lord say, You have never uttered a prayer that was more agreeable to me than this. In consequence, I forgive you all your sins. The love that is directed to the spiritual welfare of your neighbor is doubtless the best. In the eyes of God, says St. Bernard, a soul is worth more than the whole world. Could there be anything, therefore, more noble and sublime than to labor with Jesus Christ for the salvation of souls? But you may say, I'm not called to the service of the sanctuary. This is the work of the priests. St. Augustine replies, If you truly love God, you will do all in your power to make others love him. We may likewise say, If you truly love yourself, you will make every possible effort to win souls to God. For he who converts a sinner saves not only the sinner, but himself. When Jonathan, with great danger to himself, had delivered the Jews from the hands of the Philistines, he was condemned to death by his father because, in spite of a prohibition, he had eaten a little honey. But the people said to Saul, Should Jonathan, who has delivered us all from death, himself die? In this way they obtained his pardon and deliverance from death. In a similar manner, the souls that we help to save will plead beseechingly on our behalf before the judgment seat of God, and God will answer their pleading. From henceforth they may rest from their labors, for their works follow them. And this is in Revelation chapter 14, 13. St. Gregory says we shall gain as many crowns as we win souls to God. So let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 5, 16. Our Lord said one day to St. Mary Magdalene de Pazzi, See how many Christians are in the hands of the devil. If my elect do not free them by prayer, these unfortunates will be eternally lost. If you have an opportunity to assist the dying, remember that you are performing an act of charity very acceptable to God. St. Philip Neri often saw the angels putting words of consolation on the tongues of those who assisted the dying. See that the priest is called in time to administer the last sacraments while the patient is still conscious. Suggest little acts of faith, hope, love, and contrition. Assist the sufferer to pronounce the holy names very often and to make acts of resignation to the will of God. When the soul is departing, say the prayers for the dying and recommend the departed soul when it appears before the judgment seat of God. An evergreen wreath of prayer should be laid on the grave and frequent mementos made during Holy Mass for a speedy entrance of the departed soul into the everlasting joys of our heavenly home. So right there, St. Alphonsus gives us an entire list of things, practical things that we can do, particularly when we have the opportunity to assist the dying. Far too often, the only people that we will assist in dying will be family members. And even then, many times it'll happen within a hospital. But for many people uh, in hospice, this is one of the great gifts of hospice, is that you have the opportunity to be able to bring somebody home and to be able to be present with them and to help them journey into their heavenly reward. 
And we can do this with these practical steps of making sure the priest comes to administer last sacraments when they're conscious, you know, suggesting those little acts of faith, hope, love, and contrition, helping them to be able to make acts of resignation to the will of God, you know, and then praying for the dying, recommending the soul, you know, before God, etc. You know, so those are practical things that we can be doing when we're doing the work of mercy of, you know, tending to the sick and the dying. Other things that we can do and remember is that when we pray for others, when we pray especially for others who have harmed us, insulted us, or have, you know, insulted us um, or offended us, then this is, these are the prayers that our Lord finds most agreeable. And interestingly enough, and here's the irony, is that those same prayers that we are offering for someone else that are most agreeable to God, these are the prayers that are most agreeable for our own soul because they help us forgive. They help us to truly love as God loves. It's not about us judging them worthy. It's not about whether or not they did or did not commit the offense. It's never, mercy is never about justice. Mercy is beyond justice. Mercy is love personified in you and in me, but especially in our Lord who desires for us as his followers to do the same. So today, your resolution is to pray specifically for someone who has offended you. Make sure that as you offer that prayer that you truly are asking for their good. And in the so doing, perhaps you too will hear our Lord say, as he said to St. Elizabeth, you have never uttered a prayer that was more agreeable to me than this. In consequence, I forgive you all your sins. Oh, if all my sins could be forgiven for me praying a prayer for another who has offended me. I pray it is so. <laughs> I know of my prayers for each of you this day on this journey that you may continue to be given the grace and the strength you need to be able to do whatever is necessary for you to continue to grow closer to God during this Lenten season. God bless and see you all tomorrow. Welcome to this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast, hosted by me, Christina Simmons, your guide for this online retreat designed to help you become the saint God created you to be, especially during this Lenten and Easter season. This retreat will consist of material from the spiritual classic, 12 Steps to Holiness and Salvation, that contains the wisdom of St. Alphonsus Liguori, as well as a brief reflection and a daily resolution that is designed to help you incorporate and live out that wisdom in your daily life. So join with me now as we take the next step on the road towards holiness. Thanks for listening to this episode of this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you think others may benefit from listening, please be sure to share the podcast with others. Until next time, know of my continued prayers that you be given whatever graces you need to do whatever it takes on the journey towards holiness 
so that together we can tell the master of death, not today. God bless.